Hey there, this is Julie from Blended Life. Thank you for taking the time to download this episode of our podcast. I hope you find value in it. The truth is though, sometimes you need more than a podcast can offer to get unstuck and find peace in your blended family life. The struggle is real. So this is a personal journey I've been on for years, seeking peace in circumstances and with people I can't control. Becoming Heard was born out of this quest. As a certified life and health coach, I am passionate about helping others just like you and me free themselves from chronic upset and chronic crisis mode. Right now, I'm offering Blended Life listeners a one-on-one free breakthrough session with me. This call will give you clarity to see if coaching is right for you. Take advantage of this opportunity now by emailing me at becomingheardnow at gmail.com. I can't wait to connect with you. Hey everyone, I'm Eric. This is my laughing wife, Julie. I, I swear you laugh at the beginning of every podcast. It's just, it's just so the way it is. awkward. <laughs> like it's silence until there's music. It takes forever for the music. It's just... We are the blended life. <laughs> Awkwardly here. <laughs> so tonight's off. topic is social distancing, <laughs> social learning distance. How do you even explain this? What is no, this garbage that we're dealing with? We're just talking about, you know, our kids and school in a blended family basically, and what that looks like. Social, what is it, distance learning? What is it called? Well, that's part of it, yeah. I mean, they're distance learning. A lot of people have I'm just, like, they're not far enough away. A lot of people have <laughs> pulled their kids from school and doing homeschool now. Which is like kind of the same. It's like same but different. Yeah. It's like Taco Bell. It's all the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Right? But different. Yeah. I'm going to make lots of food references today. Julie made me rabbit food for lunch, and I'm starving. I didn't make you rabbit, it was rabbit food, food for lunch. You're like, hey, you want? Do you want stir fry noodles <laughs> or, or whatever it was called? Stir fried vegetables with noodles. It was lots of vegetables with like a little bit of, of noodles. So, anyways. he's like, <laughs> anyways. So, social distance learning. You need to learn about health. Maybe we have a podcast where you were like, we can do healthy facts and healthy foods what do you guys think about that we can make eric a healthy individual no yeah no it's so hard to lose weight with this guy like he wants to eat all the good stuff and he doesn't really gain weight but then there's me who looks at a brownie right and it's like five pounds (laughs) a five pound brownie i'm down let's do this see what i'm saying (laughs) bad influence all right so school with the kids well we let's save distance learning for a little bit. Oh, we're gonna lead them on. Yeah. All right. It's like because a first I date, wanna, you guys. No, I just want to talk about school, and there's a lot of frustrations when it comes to school and having kids with two households, mm-hmm. right? So, there. Do you you have you experienced like okay? So information, for instance, right? What do you guys think that teachers should consider and principals and schools should consider when kids are, you know, learning and going home to two different households during the week? For me, it's always frustrating. I start every school year off, not anymore and since Cole, my son's in high school, but in elementary school. Well, you still do for, for the youngest. Yeah, in elementary school, every year I send the teacher an email saying, 
you know, hi, I'm so thankful for you. Let me know how I can support you. Oh, may I, I do serve the, you? I do the sandwich. <laughs> I do the good. I do like what I need. And then I, you know, thank you so much. You're wonderful. And words of encouragement. Yeah. So the meat of my emails are always like, for instance, my daughter lives between two homes and information doesn't make it between two homes for whatever reason. Things fall through the cracks. Um, you know, it's it's very hard to have like both parents know what's going on. With <laughs> and it our seems child. to get harder and harder. You, like you would think that the co-parenting, working out school s- schedules gets a little easier. But how did that go for you this year? It seems to get a little harder. The what? Oh my gosh, I'm she's Instagramming now. you well, guys. I'm if you're on Instagram, re- <laughs> she's paying more attention to I you am. What is than she, she is to me. Oh my gosh. I can't multitask. Here, let me get let me do the multitasking. You do the so okay, thank you. If it's getting harder okay. for you, like this <laughs> co-parenting schooling is getting yeah. harder. It should be getting easier. It's, Usually things get easier for people. Mm-mm. How's it going this year? <laughs> this year, well, it gets harder. For me, because I think that there's just, there's no co-parenting happening with my kids and their education. So like, and I think I talked about this to death, another podcast, but like in my situation, what's happening is dad and stepmom are sitting down and making all the decisions together and implementing them and kind of leaving bio mom, me out of the loop completely And I find out later afterwards, and it's a little unfair because stepmom to my kids works for the school district. So she's always like knows everything before public can even know anything. So she's looking at my kids' files and she's looking at everything and gets access to information before I even get the chance. And it would be lovely, right, if she would... Like pass, pass it along as I'm the mother, yeah. but that doesn't really ever happen. Well, this year got a little more complicated. Yeah, I well, I talked about this already. I, I feel like did I not? Did we talk about this part? Yeah, on last week's. Yeah, Had this already happened. Yeah, so yes, yeah, so this week, this this year with distance learning, right? I sent an email to my my children's teacher, and she, and you know the same email I was describing earlier. You know my name. I'm. You know, my daughter's name, she lives between two households, and um, the teacher is actually friends, or I don't know how good of friends, but knows my kid's stepmom, and so um, they have, or she, she basically, the teacher emailed me back saying, so excited to have your daughter in, our, in my class. Um, Who wouldn't be? Yeah, and she said, don't worry, um... She said my stepmom, like she said my kid's stepmom's name. She's like, the stepmom and I already have it figured out how this year is going to go. So if it doesn't work out, let me know. Basically. (laughs) And I was like, care to clue the mom in. So did you ever get clued in on this? People are dying to know. No. So I, you know, there were 10,000 emails I wanted to write to both like my ex-husband and the teacher because I'm like, clue like there's a the bio mom in at all and I didn't because I didn't want to put the teacher in that awkward I didn't want to start the year off on that note 
I didn't want to be perceived as like the crazy and put her on the high defense. conflict bio mom. <laughs> we all know you. But, you know, I so I didn't make it an issue. We'll just all deal with things as they come up. But already first day of distance learning, right? That we get my kids back. We haven't started with with your son yet. No, so that'll this is be kinda, Monday. This is kind of like jumping the gun for me having this podcast already. But Sorry. I've already kind of dealt with him, yeah. not him, but his mom a little bit. And her and I talk about these things fine. Yeah, but he seems to be struggling to like want to thrive in school, which I get. No he'd rather kids be, excited about. He'd rather this. be doing everything else. So yeah. what's this smartass do? He has to take a placement test for for schooling and the kid's no dummy but he knows how to work systems and I think we talked about that a little yeah, bit so, but let's tell everyone like your son's being officially homeschooled not through public school <laughs> yeah, through like yeah. a charter school same but different yes yeah and so my kids are also just public school distance learning so yeah. we have two different completely different things going on right so so home. what's he do he has to pay, take a math placement test yeah he purposely does not very good he's going into eighth grade he goes in at like a fifth grade <laughs> math level and now he's just flying through his assignments now he's like oh yeah this is easy this is easy this is easy and he's just acing everything okay yeah and i'm like come on kid like him and i haven't had this talk yet um i don't know if he has his phone taken away or not but i haven't even i haven't heard from him today which is really weird and I'm just, I'm curious to see how it's going. So from what I understand, the first day with him, his mom said was very rough. He didn't want to be doing anything. It just, it wasn't going very well. It was just lots of tension and they were having issues. And, um, I just happened to be away from my phone that day. Like didn't have it on me. had a lot of work going on. So I wasn't keeping up with it and I wasn't in the drama in the mix. Um, but then the next day seemed to be going fine. You know, so I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm going to roll into on Monday. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. It will. Yeah. Do you, so that's one thing that I think is frustrating for me as a stepmom and is in this situation is I have absolutely no idea. Right. You haven't had any communication. You have no idea if it went well for them. No, I have no idea. What the plan that you're, (laughs) I have no idea that. Your ex- and the, the I'm talking about with you. Oh, oh, for us, I'm talking about for you. Like you have no idea either, like what yeah. they have planned for you guys, how it's going to work out between the two households. But yeah, for us, I know I'm saying, okay, hear me. Let's get on the same page here. Hear you guys. me. Here's what I'm saying as a stepmom. Hi, stepmom to your son. Yes, dad. Right, stepmom. The hard thing is, and it has been for both years, kind of, is I feel like we are so, like, we get, you're going to get told how it's going to go. Right. And there's yeah, no I've already, real. I've already been sent. I mean, we we talk about it a little bit, but she already kind of has it. Like, it's already done and planned out and how it's going to go. And, and she's letting you know and, what yeah. it's going to be. Yeah. There's no real, like, understanding. Like, we didn't even know what first day was. But I'm not as big on that as you are, where you're like, I want to be, I want to know what class and what time and, and form it all, where as his general education, which, is, I mean, is really what he's doing right now. He's not in high school yet, so we're not picking classes that are going to suit him. And I thought you did pick all, he's doing like all kinds of weird classes. No, he's trying to get into some, but they're for high school kids. 
So he's trying to get into like some computer science classes and stuff like that. So, but I did have a say in that. She asked me like, hey, like, you know, or told me about it. You think this would be a good idea? I'm like, yeah, I think that'd be right up his alley. Mm. I don't think it's going to work though because I believe it's for like 10th grade and on. And, and if he's got a grade. fifth grade math level, they're probably going to be <laughs> See, like. Here's the thing mm. though. Here's the thing though. If he wants to figure out a math problem, he'll do it. You know what I mean? He he's He's no dummy when it comes to stuff like this. He's smart enough to know if I test in at a low level, that's the type of work I'm going to have to do. The kid plays the system. I think I've told you guys, and I probably shouldn't be saying this on here, but I come downstairs one day, and he's working at his computer doing homework a, a while back, and he's got all of the back end of this computer course that he's doing. You know, he's doing, it, it's like multiplication. This is or, last school or year. Or mu- multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And he's choosing, you know, what answers, but he's got the entire HTML code opened up for this. And I see him just hovering over everything. I'm like, what are you doing, kid? He's on nothing. And I watch him and I just kind of watch him from a distance. And he's totally watching the HTML, the, all the script change on the screen to find out which answer is the right answer. And I'm like, now, like, should I be pissed off at this kid? Or, you know, so I kind of scold him a little bit, but I'm also like kind of proud of him. Like, you learn how to hack the back end of your school programming to figure out what answer's right. So he's acing these tests, doing it. So I made him, I, you know, I'm like, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, it's not the right way, you know, but kind of deep down upside, I'm like, if you can figure out how to do this and their IT department hasn't blocked it out so kids can't do this, you know, like, if you can get around the system and make it work for you, I don't, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the devil and the angel on both shoulders. Like, I'm proud of them, but I'm kind of disappointed that, Technically, it's cheating, you know, so I don't know. What do you guys think of that? Like, should I encourage him or should I not? I scolded him a little bit. I'm like, dude, you shouldn't be doing this. You need to learn this type of stuff. You're going to need to know this. But in my mind, I'm thinking, like, if you know how to work the system like this, like, you're going to be able to get through anything, right? What's your thoughts on that? I think you and I just have very different parenting styles. Of course we do. This is why we could never have kids. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want the, I mean, oh, yes. Yeah. No. I mean, so I'm, I'm more like the point is the exercises to learn this. Like I wouldn't be okay with the fifth grade if I know my child's capable of more. Do you think I'm okay with it? Well, no, but I'm just saying like, I don't know, like I want my kids to learn and know everything that they can possibly do and test their boundaries and expand their knowledge. And, you know, I, I, but I believe in school. I don't think school's a joke. I think that education is very important. So I, you know, I don't, you know, I'm about, I don't either. I think think cheating is okay on any level. I don't either, but I'm also like, is it, is it cheating or is the kid smarter than the system? You know what I mean? Like, what other kids are thinking? But it's integrity. Thinking, yeah, At the end is. of the day, it's integrity. Like, it is, yes, and that's what I you, told them. If you can, if you can, just because you can cheat on your spouse and not get caught, does it make it okay? No. Like, if you knew you could go sleep with anyone you wanted, I would never know. And that was like a no. But that comes down God. to that that's comes like down to integrity. morals, though. So if you have that is a more like yes, it's a value, right? But there's there's a thing called life hacks these days, and everyone's doing life hacks. <laughs> And it's not about cheating and it's not about getting over on people, but it's about getting ahead and learning ways to get through life easier. You know, I mean, 
my sandals have a bottle opener on the bottom of them. I think that's a little bit different. <laughs> that's a life hack. I mean, okay. So, so you guys, whatever. if you guys are watching this on YouTube, this is the face of a disappointed stepmom right here. It's just, I would do it different. It's, it's just, different. I know you would, and everyone would do it different. But doesn't mean our, that I'm right. Right. But it's all of our kids me. do it differently too. Like yeah. our, our kids are all so, so different, you yeah. know? And it's, it's just, I don't know. Like, so it's not like I was just like, Hey, yeah, go ahead and keep doing that. You know? And it was kind of the integrity. Yeah, but the second your son here is proud, everything else goes but away. I, he doesn't have his phone tonight. So I know he's not watching this, but you've, I mean, I don't think it's a secret. You've told the story. Not in front of him. I, I didn't. I like. I don't even think he remembers that I did it. Anyways. But like I, mean, I said, this is the face of a disappointed stepmom, you guys. We just have different opinions, and I think that's normal. We're different humans. Mm-hmm. We're not the same person. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Anyways. Yeah, your kid is beyond smart in more ways than I In different ever. ways. Uh, like, we have smart kids in stro- all different like ways, though. Yeah. Like when it comes down to book smarts, you know, we have two kids that take that cake. When it comes down to street smarts, we have one kid that takes that cake, you know. When we have the cake smarts, we have the other kid that takes that cake. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Back to topic at hand. So I found a raisin under. I was like, what was that? That's a raisin, you guys. In case you saw this, <laughs> me pull this out a little while ago. I told you it was going to be a lot about food today. You yeah. started talking about sandwiches or cookies, whatever, your emails. And then pop a raisin. Oh, Here it is. Wow. All right. So let's talk about what we wish schools would consider. So I wish teachers would consider that kids have two homes and maybe have two sets of information. Like I think schools have enough funding or like I would kick $5 to the school to make extra copies. Five bucks. You know what you can get for two bucks, you guys? You know what I'm Just saying? Kidding. Like even when this distance learning thing. Um, you know, the students were all given a big box full of supplies and that's fine. I mean, our homes, each of our homes are pretty stocked with like, you know, it's not the highlighters and all that bullshit that we need in the paper, which is great that they provide that, but it's just like the actual schoolwork. And I'm just like, why can't, if you know, you have a kid who's between two homes, you know, provide two sets of paperwork for Mm -hmm. them to fill out or give families the option to buy like I know workbooks right aren't cheap and whatever but I would give at least parents the option to buy a second workbook so that kids don't have to lug all this crap back and forth between homes but it's also a great lesson for kids and it's not perfect it's not perfect and you struggle with this What's the lesson? To to teach them to... Responsibility. The responsibility to bring things back and forth, mm. to have that... Well, yeah, my daughter's getting punished right now for that see, one thing. But that's thing. the shitty thing, though. That is... And sorry for and, using your words, you guys. Yeah, thank Julie's you words. for cussing. Um, that's not even... Like, friend says that, and she watches that. Like, it's the little kids are saying <laughs> shitty these days. Like, So, here's the thing. So, the email that I wrote... And it's, and it's first, a thing. There's, there's shitty, shitty, there's states, and there's countries. Shitty states and countries. All right. So, um, first day of distance learning in... Our home for my kids was Tuesday morning, officially. They came home Monday afternoon. We started Tuesday morning. So, of course, all the information isn't in the school, in the box. That always happens to you. It always happens to me. I never get information for one reason or another. So, I text her dad, and I'm like, hey, can you send me, 
you know, it's the it's the welcome sheet and the rule sheet and, you know, the teacher handout information. Which is also kind of BS these days. Like, if, ever, if we're all distance learning and it's all coming on, coming via computer, via internet, why can't they send the stuff out? Why can't at the beginning of the year teachers set up, like, just a little database you know, and all of a sudden PDFs they have all day long. That's it, though. But I don't care how get, I get it. Get I just emails, want the information. I get emails from your daughter's school all the time about so much worthless crap. It's all this. It's all. I mean, really, though, I'm like stuff that they're that they're considering. They're telling us stuff that they're considering. They never tell us the hard choices that they make or what what's actually being made. So you're scratching the microphone with oh. your. Um, you're not reading. You're not doing your job. I am. I already gave a thumbs up for you. Oh. Um. See, you're throwing us all off now. That was that response is yours right there, by the way. Um, why can't they send out emails that have all this type of information in it? Why yeah. does it have to be printed out papers, you know? like, And we're in California, you guys. I mean, not only is this place burning to the ground, but they're trying to save the world here. They're trying to save the environment. So why are they printing out all these extra papers that are just getting lost and littered down the street... Why don't they send this via email and let you print it at and home? consume our electricity? Well, I'll tell you why. I tell I'll tell you why in the public school system. Let's hear it. All right. The reason why they can't expect because not every home has a printer and a computer. Who cares to print it out? And they're passing out Chromebooks. They're giving kids Chromebooks. Right. But not every home has a printer and paper and parents who can afford to print out worksheets. Then and that's the truth. Then so they just don't. like banking systems, That's it should be an education. opt-in, opt-out type of thing. Totally. You're like, well, yes, we're going to send this. But then if you are not capable of receiving this, please let us know. We need, you know, check the box here. Yeah. I and ju- we'll send it to you. Listen, I'm all about information. I'm all about picking and choosing what I want and what I don't, what I need, what I don't. But back to the story where, so of course I didn't get two sheets. Uh <laughs> I didn't get. You didn't give two sheets. I didn't get about some this paperwork. Shitty. Yeah, which is it is what it is. I wasn't. I was annoyed and frustrated because it's just par for the course. And I keep thinking maybe this year it'll be different, and it's just never different. So her it's dad, worse. her dad gets mad and says, you know, until our daughter can learn to be responsible, she's grounded from T. I'm like, it's That's, the first. Yeah. It's day That's- one of school. Like, calm down. I didn't respond to any of it. And they just got out of like of a six-month summer. I didn't respond to any of it okay. because, I'm, you know, I don't agree with her being grounded off the bat. I mean, this is, you know, she's a child. She's ch- oh, fifth grade. Like, um, <laughs> My son's math <laughs> level. Yeah, they could do math together. But, you know, like how I, what, I, I took the car keys by accident. Uh-huh. When? And I'm going to be 39. Oh, today? Yeah. yeah. Like, people but forget But you were responsible. Stuff, you you know? called me when you were a half hour away and said, hey, sorry, I took the car keys <laughs> I just didn't to the other car. It. So that's fine. We but, have other cars. So that's not the point. And what makes me even more angry is it's not on the kids to share information. It's on the parents. 100%. It's on the adults. And so really, it's like he's getting mad at her when I'm like, listen, dude, it's your job as my co-parent. I didn't say this either because I'm Shut not up. trying to start a fight. But like... You know, it's not a fight, our, it's standing up for your daughter and yourself. Right, but he blames it on my daughter. He blames everything on everyone else. It's, I mean, you guys get anyway, this. Well, Someone <laughs> that blames everything on everyone else. Yes. So, you know, I'm also like, you should make sure. Like, I try to scan an email or I text screenshots of mm-hmm. school information get as I get it. 
you know, whether it's um, field trip forms when that was a thing. And, Remember um, when field trips used to exist? Yeah. Or projects. You know, if, if my daughter has a project coming up, I want to give dad all that information because they take a long time. How are and projects going to look this year? It was already yeah. a cluster to begin with. Well, projects is another thing that's really hard with blended family kids, yep. right? You know, you have a missions project and you're trying to do it between two homes or you have usually kids have like one big school project a year. And that's been really, really difficult. Parents probably think that we're in like a religious school, like missions in California. There's the, there's the missions, the trail of missions that goes from Mexico all the way up north through California. And every fourth grader in the state of California learns about these missions um, that was Mm -hmm. forever ago. And they have to learn about their mission and then they create a report and a project. And they usually build a model of their mission Mm -hmm. or do a report, you know, do something fun. Like my son did a video on it. Annabelle Um, baked cookies. She baked, yeah, which is... Cornmeal cookies out of like what... So they're learning about uh, about like culture. culture. And anyway, so that's when she says mission, like it's a big thing. They learn an entire semester about these missions. And at the end, there's a big project due. Yeah. But I think that's normal. Like every elementary school has a big project every year for their students. And, um, you know, things like this, I wish teachers would consider. I wish teachers would consider... And make an effort, like, how can I support you parents as two homes and get you the information you need? You know, I wish there was more of that conversation. I wish with projects came around, right, teachers would understand that, you know, building a mission between two households is difficult. So maybe we give Johnny an extra week so she can do it. She. So he could do it. 21st century, baby. In one home, you know, or... um. I don't, it's just, yeah. Schools. You keep mentioning, like, I wish teachers would do this. I wish teachers would do that. I'm <laughs> like, I wish teachers would just go back to school and everyone would let them. They would love to. I They're know they would. I know, classroom. I know it's not their They're fault. They're still at school. I'm just wishing that this would end. Yeah. But. And the distance learning thing too, between two households, right? So it's, you got different setups at each household. You've got some parents working. You have some of you not working. You have, you know. Yeah. You have kids. Good that, luck to the kids with two working parents full time who have to learn at home. Well, and, you know, and, and then here's the other catch is you get what you think is going to be her school schedule this year. And it's it's just kind of a blanket schedule. It was it was like we start at nine. We have lunch somewhere between 12 and what was the hours were weird. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there, you're going to have a break. And then we get yeah. out kind of. Not every school district likes is like that. I know, but it was wild, right? It's like. Yeah. Well, and so I don't even, know. You can even set a true schedule. No. And I, how her teacher is running it from what I've seen the two days she was here was, you know, they start at nine and then they get told w- when they have to be back online. So usually it's like back at 11, back at one is what I've kind of seen as the schedule. But then what about internet? Like I know. My daughter in her dad's house, her internet's really bad. Mm-hmm. And it Same could thing. be because they've thing. got all, they have all these kids on. They have four kids on line well, my, at one time. Uh, my son at his mom's house, they live in like, it, it's a, it's considered rural. It's only a few miles from here, but it's out of town where you can't have cable internet. Right. So they're working off of like very shoddy yeah. satellite internet which yeah. if you guys know satellite internet it's very very spotty right you know it should be better these days but it's not 
So, you know, for a kid that is in public school that has a set schedule, mm-hmm. what happens, you know, or, or California is burning to the ground right now. Like half the, half the, half the, the, not the shitty, but the state is out of power. power you know, mm-hmm. we're having all these rolling blackouts and I don't know if you guys have noticed, but how crappy has internet gotten over the last week? And that's not, it's not some surprise. It's ever, it's all this demand for it. You know, it's, it's like yeah. electricity right now. The heat's, mm-hmm. the heat's up, you know, everyone's got their AC blaring. All the kids, all the parents are out of work. Everyone's at home. Everyone's using electricity, you know, so it's, it's supply and demand. Yeah. So it's just, but some cities tough. like we do have shitties. We do have, um, places like I think there's a park in our city that is offering like the city is sponsoring free internet. Oh, that's cool. So like kids could go outside and go to this park and sit there with their laptops or Chromebooks and access free internet. I know some internet services are offering free services. Why can't we do that on school grounds though? For those parents that are still working, you know, why can't we have an outside program where the kids do go there? Yeah. Facilitating that I think would be a big undertaking. We facilitate them in rooms. To begin yeah. with, why can't we facilitate an outside classroom situation? Yeah. Maybe you know? they will do you that. You can still go to Walmart, you guys. You can't go to school. No, or church. Or, and how dare you go to church? Um, Don't die either. You can't have a funeral. So I think that's a really big struggle, though. Like, she, Annabelle gets very frustrated at her dad's house. She told me because the internet keeps shutting off. And then here, it's, it's a little bit better. But she did get kicked off here, too, a couple times. Um, and so that's, that's something also wish schools and teachers and principals would make an effort when it comes to, um, what is it? Um, like one-on-one with teachers. What's that called? I just had a brain fart. <laughs> I thought you were going to say communication, but <laughs> like well, parent teacher yeah. conferences. Yes. Or? Like parent teacher conferences, making sure that they're talking to both parents, not just um, setting it up for one. Yeah. I think teachers just, as long as I have one parent, you know, and the other parent and it's, it's, I just wish there was more engaging the fact and I think more respect that there's two parents involved. I think and that's the school that, that they're going to, though, because the public school that my kids went through was we were able to set up uh, separate times if we if we wanted, if we yeah, pleased. Yeah, no, that's, that's but we, happened, but it's yeah. like there's teachers. I guess it's just maybe being more aware that one parent you know it's not a normal one parent situation yeah you know and not and understand that not every set of divorced parents are co-parenting well you know so is there i think teachers are like oh it's up and i get it's up to you but it would just be nice to not have to if you have a co- a high conflict co-parent right <laughs> um that it would be nice to just be more in touch with the teacher and not so a lot of this comes yeah. down to the teacher, though, I think, right? The it's not the schools yes. facilitating this. It's the teacher and being well, able and to the, be in communication. The principal implementing rules right. for their school and things like so that. So it's the principals that I need might to be aware. go talk to the principal. I told you this the other day. I know. It's yeah. really, really, really difficult. Because this is year seven that this is going on. Well. I mean, really, by the time your son went through and your daughter's going through, this is like pretty much seven years of this now. Yeah. You know. So what do it's you only guys... It's worse. Yeah. What do you guys think yeah. about... Son got his phone back. What do you guys think about what schools should do or what schools can do 
to be more thoughtful of blended families and kids going to school in two different homes in two different situations. I bet we have some teachers on here too. If you're a teacher and you're a, you're a blended family aware person, mm-hmm. let us know what you're doing to help facilitate this. Cause maybe you'll have some good insight and we can help pass that along. Yeah. And, and we'll, maybe we'll talk about it on the next one and how, how other parents can deal with this. And it's hard. I think teachers don't also understand like they're not, not everyone is part of a blended family. And if you're not in it, you don't really get the struggle And so I think a lot of teachers just aren't purposefully not mindful about it. But I just think that they're like, like so much I'm like sitting there as as I'm reading this email we discussed earlier in this podcast back from this teacher. I know her. I've gone to school with her since junior high. And she's a, a mom and she's got two beautiful girls and she's you know, married and, you know, never been divorced and they have like this solid family unit and, you know, like the dream family. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, picket fence. They do. Do they? Probably. And I'm sitting here and I'm like thinking to myself, if you like, I'm like, friend, if you were in my shoes and you were the one reading this email as a mom, she would flip the fuck out. There we go. You guys, it's a real word. Right. Like I'm sitting there also like if if she were me and she was reading an email about her kid and the teacher was like, yeah, don't worry. The stepmom and I have it figured out. Oh, you know, if it doesn't work out for you, let me know. What's the movie where she's the mom? Like, I just I know I just feel like some people just really don't put themselves in another person's shoes. Like they don't think before they speak, obviously. You were me. Then I'd be you, and I'd use your body to do it. Let's talk about, we have this. So somebody wrote in when I asked about this subject on our support group, and th- somebody was like, what happened? Like, let's talk about kids in different school districts. And I'm like. Wait, what do you mean? Like jumping between two school no, districts? No, like blended families. Oh, oh, oh. and one kids, kids in a school district, and the other kids, like they different live like on school districts. borderlines. Hmm, interesting. That's a bitch. We had, I mean, even us, we had kids in four different schools. Yep. True story. And that was, you know. Oh, kind of in four different cities too. Yeah. Almost three different cities. So like pick up and drop off was like sketch because if you were working. We were juggling. It was in like 10 minutes of like mm-hmm. each other. One was uh, like. Thank God they staggered times a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. One was like 30 minutes away. One, it, it was just, it was, it was chaos. So that's the other thing too. You know, how do you get any type of grace for, you know, multiple kids needing to be in multiple places at the same time? Yeah. You know, and different school districts, out? there's not busing. There's busing for one school district where you live, not two. So then Unless what? Maybe I one mean, kid's, some kids ride California, the bus. California, we've and- lost a lot of the busing systems. And now you have to pay, like, it's not like a new thing, but you have to pay for busing now. It's no longer like a public yeah. service. It was like know? $270 it was for expensive. the year. Yeah. I'm like, what? Like, cool. Your $270 just bought you a new bike and you are pedaling to school. Yeah. So it's, it's really difficult. Thank God kids grow up and drive. Like, I can't wait for my son. He's 15. He'll be 16 next summer. And I'm like, the best thing about him driving is that his dad and I don't have to drop off at each other's houses. Hopefully, he'll be able to have some sort of vehicle and he can just take him and his sister to and from. I'm like, even that going away 
is so awesome. Maybe he can be a pilot and we'll get him a kite and then he can fly a kite. I don't even understand what you're saying right now. <laughs> Come on, people are laughing. <laughs> Why? Because you'd be like, what yeah, I'm a pilot. <laughs> I fly a kite. Anyways, I'm funny to myself. Yeah. I can't hear everyone, but someone's laughing right now. No one's laughing at you. People are laughing. Um, so the the different school district thing is is interesting. And I think that you can do if you have hardships, you can do inner school district transfers or school district transfers if it's a big enough issue. Can you opt out of parenting? No. Okay. I mean you can. <laughs> it's just called But then you get made fun of and called names. Yeah, and child support will find you. Oh, yeah. Dang it. All right. So. We're staying in this, people. Yeah. Um, So someone says legally don't schools have to notify both parents. You would assume so, right? I mean, yeah, you have, we both, they have both of our emails. Um, But I think this, it's when the kids get sent home with information yeah, it's it's not it's that. It, yeah, they are notifying, but also how it's, it's when kids are bringing home. Stuff. How solid is that communication? You know, they're like, yeah, it's going out to everyone. Check it off. Check off the box, and they're on to the next thing. They don't mm-hmm. follow up on it, and there's no one really hold them accountable of it. Yeah, other than angry parents. Right, and you're like an angry parent, but you're not angry. Like they have no idea that you're angry. We have an idea that you're angry. No, I'm not. I don't make problems. That's what I'm saying. It's not worth it. Like now my kids my, you know, I feel horrible just because I asked for this information and I'm like, please, can you send me this information? What's this in your sandwich? No, this is to my ex. Oh, I'm like saying please. And thank you. Like I'm asking, I just want this information. And it turned into irresponsible child and her fault. And, and I'm like, you know, please don't use my children or our children or your children. Like, so don't you, use you, children to well, pass Well, and here's the up. other thing. So if the kids need to be responsible for this and you hold the kids responsible for this, us parents, adults, need to make sure that the kids have a system to learn this type of stuff. So if, if we're like, all right, it's the kid's responsibility to take this to the other house, we need to make sure that their backpack, or in your daughter's case, her box, has all this information in it. It's our... It's our job to check all these forms and put them in the box. Well, and that was his point. His point was they did that and she took it out. What? Okay. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Deflect. Well, Bing. I don't know. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're speculating now, but it doesn't. It it doesn't matter. Like it needs to be. Like it's our job as parents and adults to make sure that this information gets to the other parent and other adult. You know, it yeah. goes in there last minute. Don't remove this little Susie or little Susie or I'm going to or I'm going to tell your mom how angry yeah. I am at you and you're going to be grounded. So I think with distance learning, it's a lot of frustrations and it's a lot of everyone. It kind of is flipping the fuck out. Jeez, there she goes um, again, you guys. I well, I went to the dentist today to get my teeth oh, cleaned. I pressed wrong button. I went to the dentist today to get my teeth cleaned and I sit down and. The lady goes, so how's distance learning? Go- my my hygienist, how yeah. is distance learning going for you? I just <laughs> got done cleaning a mom who wants to come back next week so she can have an hour break from her children. <laughs> That's what I was thinking as you yeah. started the story. Yeah. 
And I'm She's like, all I need a root canal next week, please. Yes. Like, What's your perfect. longest procedure? Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. Do you guys do brain surgeries? So that's really sad that this is like you'd rather go to the dentist than be home with your kids. And I get it. It's super frustrating. It's, it's, Talk about tension. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating. And then everybody's like, be quiet because I can't, you know, then the house has to be quiet so everyone can hear their Zoom in meetings. This, yes, and but like, this is also like this is in a perfect scenario household, you know, because we're having um, our, our kids are pretty fortunate in this household that they all kind of have their own space. Yeah. But even like your daughter, you don't want her in her room in like a weird posture or something. So no, her, her desk. The... Her desk is like a baby desk. Well, it's tiny. That? So like, there's no room for her to to like. We're gonna get her a very desk. She's gonna stuff. start standing up. But there's no room for her, to, and I don't right. want her laying so on she, her bed. Right. So she's at the kitchen table. Yeah. One kid's upstairs in his room. The other kid will be downstairs in his room. So they all kind of have their own levels, levels and situations. However, yeah. at the other house. And I'm sure a lot of people can empathize with this. Some kids are sharing rooms, so they don't have their own quiet space, you know? So, like, your son, for instance, is getting put somewhere else, right? Yeah, the counter in the kitchen. Yeah, you know? So, you guys are having to play musical kids in musical rooms, and then us as parents say, okay, well, now I'm home with the kids because I'm not working or I'm being forced to stay home and do this. Now you can't go about like even being productive because how do you run the vacuum cleaner while a kid's on a Zoom meeting? You know, how do you run the dishwasher or, you know what I mean? There's, there's stuff to do. There's projects to do at home or do we just sit there and co-teacher it's our a, kids? Yeah. It's a new thing. Well, co-teaching. I mean, it is, it's been nice to be able to be available to help my daughter with some things. My but wouldn't you rather like, be at work? <laughs> no, yeah. no, I right. wouldn't. Um, but you know, I think or it's homeless. about, yes, Brooke is right. What if you're homeless and, in our, our shitty has a lot, like has a huge number of homeless children, yeah. you know, we know we've helped out, yep. you know, doing some volunteering, you know, to help out through church and stuff. And it's not like a fictitious thing. Like it's a, it's a real thing. Yeah. A know? lot of kids live in cars and, you know, I, yeah, if, if I remember correctly, our district or our, no, sorry, our county mm-hmm. has over 2000 homeless children. Yeah. In our county. Yeah. And I mean, it's a decent sized schools, county, but it's not L.A. County. No, it's but I mean, you know? I think schools are providing what they can. You know, they're giving all the Chromebooks and then, you know, you find it. But how do you charge place. that? You know, <laughs> like it's just it makes I things don't difficult. Know. It makes you know, things difficult. Shelters have plugins. I don't know if you're they're allowing shelters to open for School they have to be, yeah. It's Can they interesting. Have shelters during COVID? I don't know. Well, that's another interesting thing. Um, I would hope so. New York um, has nursing homes. Okay, <laughs> bad joke. On Sorry, you guys. If you're in New York. Um, but I think it's all you know. You have to take distance learning day by day, assignment by assignment, and I think teachers and parents have to extend a lot of grace across the aisle during this time, and so. I would invite people not to get so overwhelmed by the experience in total, you know, like the whole year and maybe just look at each day as it comes and it'll get better. You know, it's new. It's it's not the new normal yet. It is just, you know, like we're fighting against the grain because we don't want to do it. We think it's stupid. Our kids hate it. We hate it. And we are going into it right off the bat in such a bad attitude 
And, you know, so what I'm doing for my daughter who's super social, because the hardest part of school for her is being away from her friends. So I, you know, I had talked to you about this and I'm like, I'm just going to have to make a really big effort to make sure that she is socializing, that she's, you know, her neighbor, our, one of her best friends is actually a neighbor of ours. So during lunch break, um, (laughs) whenever that may be, they, you know, the two girls will go down to the park at the end of our street and they have lunch together. They break all the rules, you guys. They do. They go have like a little picnic down at the park and they're at least able to have lunch, you know, a little bit of social activity, a little bit of social activity and trying to connect with other friends, like after school for maybe like an hour of play. One tenth mile of exercise. Yeah, we have we have friends who were actually organizing um, at the school. Gosh, I hope I don't get anyone in trouble. You didn't say who it was or I when didn't. it was. So we have friends who are like, you know, she's calling her friends and getting kids together to go to the school um, after school hours and like do some soccer and run around and get some exercise in. And I think that we as parents have to make a concerted effort to make sure our kids are okay mentally. And what that means is give them those relationships as we can, you know, make an effort to make sure our kids are still able to connect with people as we can. It's not going to be perfect, well, but it it's, it'll get, help their attitude but also during distance breaks. learning out of the house, away from parents, away from other siblings, you yeah. know, just get outside. And if you're anywhere but California, get some fresh air. Yeah. You can't breathe in the state right now. It's Not on fire. Right now. I think I, am I going to run in the morning? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. I would stay home and eat those brownies you were talking about. Oh my gosh. Apparently. Um, but yeah, I just think it's, it's important in, you know, kids are going to look at you as parents as they're going through school and distance learning. And if you're having a bad attitude and your kids are hearing about how much you hate this and how stupid this is and, you know, then they, you can't expect them to have a good attitude. Fifth if you're going to level, baby, Fifth if you're going to lead your kids with a bad attitude in anything you're doing or anything they have to do, you know, you can't expect them to be different. You know, and then they can't get in trouble for having a bad attitude. So, you know, it all starts and ends with how you're setting it up for them, you know. Or they can get in trouble for the bad attitude, but then that just teaches them entitlement. (laughs) (sighs) Anyways. Gosh. Anyways. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, so someone saying that. Oh, hey, girl, I have families who live in a room and share housing because they can't afford an apartment. Oh, yeah. Families all living together, you know, and that's why I'm, you know, reach out and figure out. And if you can help other families to reach out and figure out where free Internet is so that kids can go out. Or maybe your neighbor has Wi-Fi and you can't afford it or, you know, or, you know, your neighbor can't afford it. Be like, hey, I know your kids. Or maybe you don't even put it like that. Be like, hey, if you guys ever need, you know, to jump on our Wi-Fi, here's the password, you know? Yeah. Um, and you'll know the circumstances. You'll know the situation if you're like, eh, it could be iffy. And maybe the other family ditches their Wi-Fi and they're just completely mooching off of you now. But look at it as like, it's probably not. If they start you that much. mooching, then you can change the password. <laughs> block them. You know what I mean? Like also, yeah, that's a really nice thing. You can offer, you know, if you know somebody who's a 
grandma or grandpa and may not have kids in the home anymore, but they have good Wi-Fi and they're a neighbor, you know, I think that's where we all need to kind of help each other out and support one another. Um, and then parents, you know, get connections, go have coffee with a friend, go for a walk, you know, do something that gets you out of your funk because they know it's really hard. It's hard for multiple, for families with lots of kids in the home and they're trying to like manage everyone and everyone has questions all at once and you're losing your mind because you don't even know what's being taught, but they're, you're having to jump in and help. Um, I don't know. I just we could start a nonprofit. We're gonna call it COVID Cakes, and it's just gonna be encouraging cakes that we're just gonna take around to people just to encourage them. You're starting this tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, you guys. Oh, excuse me. I'll bake cakes and go give them out to people. Yeah, you think people would eat? You them just aoki people, just smash it in their face. That'd be kind of fun, right? No. Oh. Um, anyway, um, I think that if you want to see changes in your schools, especially as blended families. Um, I know that I'm going to start talking to the principal and trying to figure out ways that schools can support blended families and kids and parents and blended families a little bit more and how to be more mindful. So write into us and let us know what changes you would like to see. Um, and then maybe go meet with your school and your teachers and be an advocate for blended families in, in your school district, in your school home life, because it's really, it's, 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 it's a hard situation. Um, Any help in your shitty will help. Yeah. I just wanted to say it again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks guys. Anyways, are we done with this one? I think so. I think we're out you guys. If you guys enjoyed this or didn't enjoy this, leave that five star review because that's all that can be left. We've talked about this and I want to thank you guys who have been leaving those five star reviews. We've gotten quite a few of them over this last like week or two. And just thank you guys for all that. But, yeah. Um, and then be a good co-parent. That's also how you can help your kids out, right? Like Only you can be a good co-parent. Right? Share information. We can't prevent forest fires anymore. <laughs> this place is on fire. I know. It's burning Poor down, Callie. you guys. But share information. Don't be a dick. That's all I have to say on that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Thank you for tuning in to Blended Life tonight. Don't forget to connect with us on all the social media. And you guys have all been writing in. A lot of you have been writing in. And that's been a lot of fun because we've been connecting with a lot of you. It's been keeping Julie busy during the daytime. Um, I'm usually talking to you guys on YouTube and whatnot. I have a lot of responses on YouTube. Let's start, let's start COVID cakes. Okay. What if everyone baked one cake and delivered it to a neighbor as a surprise and take a picture and send it in to me? And maybe I'll give you guys a Hash, prize. Hashtag COVID cakes. Yeah. We're going to start this right now, you guys. Do it. Tomorrow. Send me a picture of the cake and like, are you delivering the cake? Yes. Make it and a story we'll and tag us. Send you guys a little something, something. Okay. We're going to start this tomorrow. It's happening. You can't drop the ball on this. COVID cakes. Okay. COVID cakes, you guys. Hashtag COVID cakes. <laughs> Bye, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.